Buenos dias from Laos Point. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 27th of July, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Spanish politics face an uncertain future after a snap general election on Sunday the 23rd gave no clear majority for any party, basically because Vox got handed its ass on a plate. As we've been diligently covering, the leader of the Socialist Party, or PSOE, Pedro Sanchez, called for the snap general election after a defeat in local elections in May. Polls predicted that Alberto Núñez Feijó, leader of the People's Popular Party, or Partido Popular, was set to win. However, despite winning more seats than any other party, the PP didn't gain a clear majority, causing a bit of political limbo until party coalitions, voting alliances, and maybe new elections are announced. Though Sanchez didn't win a clear majority either, he managed to get PSOE enough votes to block the Pepe, gaining two more seats than his party in 2019, but still preventing him from gaining a majority. On Monday the 24th, the Partido Popular requested to be allowed to form a minority government, meaning they will need to seek support from other parties to govern effectively. However, none of the likely alliances led by either Pepe or PSOE have the 176 seats to give either party a majority. Overall, the big losers were Vox, which did substantially worse than in the previous election. So Partido Popular cannot get a majority with Vox. They tried with a Basque party who said no way would they go into a coalition with Vox. PSOE, interestingly, could get a slim majority with every single other non-Pepe and Vox party, including every left-leaning and regional party but it would be tough to assemble, require every single one of those parties and be a very slim majority. Overall, Sanchez did a lot better than people expected after the beating Pesoy took in the local elections, so he may stick around and is now looking at handing out a whole lot of jobs and ministries to see where it might get them. Otherwise, more elections soon. The full result of the elections is still pending, however, as votes from Spaniards residing abroad are still awaiting validation. Around 2 million people account for this chunk of votes. Still, Correos wasn't ready for this, and many didn't receive the postal votes on time, though the abstention of these voters is usually quite high in general. This election had a higher turnout than elections in 2019, so the trend could continue for overseas voters. Speaking of votes, how did each region or autonomous community vote in the seven largest cities in Spain? In the capital, Madrid, the Partido Popular revalidated its position with almost 60% of the votes in the neighborhoods of Chamartín and Salamanca, the posh neighborhood. The new Sumar party, led by Yolanda Díaz, also did pretty well by gaining 29% of the votes in the central neighborhoods. Moving to the Catalan capital, Barcelona, the Catalan Socialist Party, or El Partido del Socialites de Catalunya, or PSC, won more than any other with 33% of votes in all the districts apart from Sarria San Gervasi, sad, where right-leaning parties historically do better and did again this year. The Sumar Coalition also did well in Barcelona, achieving around 16% of votes. Partido Popular limped in with third, gaining just over 15% in Barcelona. Moving to the south, Sevilla was overwhelmingly blue with Partido Popular votes. In the center, Casco Antiguo gained over 40%. Want to see the full results from each region, community, or city? Link to the source in Spanish in the show notes. Holding summer elections is unusual in Spain because bureaucratic offices close in July and August. So when Sanchez announced an early election, vacation plans were changed. Requests for postal voting also doubled compared to the last general election in April 2019. And unsurprisingly, quite a few Spaniards requested to be excused from mandatory election duties. 
Recall there are fines and even prison sentences if someone fails to turn up for duty or abandons them without a legitimate cause. El País collected Spaniards' most unusual excuses for past elections. Let's take a look. person was forced to pay 1,800 euros in 2021 after telling a Madrid court she didn't receive a notice because she no longer lived with her parents. Unfortunately, her mom, a witness, told the court that if she received a letter addressed to her daughter, she would send a photo via WhatsApp. One defendant argued he couldn't turn up for duty in Asturias back in 2019 because he had, quote, broken his index finger and was in immense pain, end quote. He did provide medical justification. However, it was rejected by the election board because it didn't say his finger was as bad as he made it out to be. Despite this, he didn't turn up to duty. It's fine 900 euros. What do you think about election duties that are mandatory? Are there any mandatory election duties for citizens wherever you're from? Let us know. We'd be curious. While awaiting election votes, the European Rapid Alert System for Food and Feed Health, or RASIF, issued a health alert this week. Reports by the RASFF have detected mid-levels of methomil in a batch of Moroccan watermelons. According to the report, popular summer fruit contains traces of the unauthorized pesticide exceeding European limits. This incident is serious, considering ingestion of the chemical can cause headaches, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, muscle weakness, tremors, and blurred vision. Currently, authorities are still determining whether more affected watermelons have been distributed and where. Also, waiting for some clarity this week are huge energy companies Iberdrola, Repsol, and the Portuguese electrical utilities company EDP. Both energy giants have various renewable hydrogen-related projects tied up in European funding. The government has gone on vacation, meaning there's no Council of Ministers meeting until the 22nd of August. So they will just have to wait for the government to tell them how much funding they will get and when. Next up, residency. According to the Schengen Visa News, foreigners with a temporary Spanish resident permit, or NIE or TIE, will have laxer rules when leaving the country. Currently, TIE or NIE holders will no longer have their permits revoked if they spend more than six months outside of Spanish territory. As of the 20th of June, foreigners with these permits can travel abroad for more than six months within a year without worrying about their residency status when they return. However, if after five years they want to upgrade to a permanent resident application, the rules remain the same. You must have stayed in the country continuously, so over five years, your time outside the territory must not exceed 10 months. Speaking of residency, Iranian chess player Sara Khadem and her family have been granted Spanish residency this week through the Golden Visa Scheme. Khadem, an award-winning chess grandmaster, participated in the World Cup event in Kazakhstan in 2022 without wearing a headscarf because she was supporting the movement that erupted in Iran following the death in police custody of Mahasa Amini. However, because she publicly defied hijab laws while representing Iran at an international event, Khadem's relatives warned her not to return, so she traveled to Spain with her husband and son, where they have now been granted permanent nationality status. Moving on, if you find yourself in Spain this summer, there are tons of fiestas or ferias to visit. In Malaga, the annual feria is between the 12th and 19th of August. It's set like a fairground with booths, rides, and music. Feria kicks off with a bang, with a huge firework display in the Paseo del Parque. It's a week-long party of traditional Andaluth dances, Sevillanas, and the traditional sweet wine drunk cold called Cartojal. Moving on to Barcelona, Gracia, the district that used to be a separate village from Barcelona and has its own distinct vibe, holds its annual festival, Festa Major de Gracia, in Catalan. 
Here you can explore the small streets, all colorfully decorated by the micro-neighborhood within Gracia, street decor called Engalaments. It's happening between the 15th and 21st of August. Our top tip to avoid the crowds is to go in the morning, unless you like the hustle and bustle of lots of streets. They're very narrow in that neighborhood. Pack some bug spray, though, especially in the south, as the population of mosquitoes that can transmit West Nile virus is apparently grown in Campillos, Malaga, Montalban, in Córdoba, and Via Mandrique de la Contesa, Sevilla. Still, according to the WHO, WHO, the risk of contracting the disease is pretty low. You have a 1 in 150 chance of it being serious if you are infected. And to close this edition, learn the lingo. If you want to practice or improve your Spanish language, may we suggest a few shows to get you started. Cable Girls, or Las Chicas del Cable, set in 1920s Madrid, is a great start. Or, for a 1950s soiree, check out Velvet, or Galerias Velvet, a love story set at a fashion house. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. We're just a few people trying to share information with no ads. Support us financially with the link in our show notes so we can keep making it happen for you. If you can't or you can, tell your friends about us and hit the subscribe button. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.